Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Friends over at the Phoenix Center know that, man, they've got a a, a very uh, important mission at the Phoenix Center, and that is to help um, parents of teenagers and preteens and and arming them with information and giving you exactly uh, everything that you need as far as uh, how to talk to your teen. Um, there are so many alarming statistics. Uh, underage drinking is responsible for 4,300 deaths a year for people under the age of 21. Every year, alcohol kills more youth and adults than all other illegal drugs combined. The help uh, the Phoenix Center helps you when it comes to the vapes and um, and, and the jewels and those kind of things. Just unheard of that that I, some of the issues that are coming out about those now. Uh, but parents. You know, you're, you, you're, if you have one child, your first one, or experience them, every, every one of the kids different. And, and so you want to know that what do I say, how do I say it, how do I go about it? Um, the professionals at the Phoenix Center want to help you. Uh, they want to talk to you, and, and they want to get you armed with that. It's easy. Go to phoenixcenter.org. That's phoenixcenter.org. And uh, talk to your kids and, uh, and get them and, and start off to a good start in the right direction as far as that goes. Um, by talking to the best in the business, my friends at the Phoenix Center. All right, let me reset where we are. NC State among three ranked teams that fall last night. They fell in the Carrier Dome. Todd Munkin to the uh, Baltimore Ravens, leaving the University of Georgia's offense coordinator. Mike Bobo moves up from an assistant there. Uh, the Raiders released David Carr. Both Eagles coordinators get NFL head coaching jobs. Clemson softball beats Furman 10 nothing. Clemson, Florida State tonight, men's basketball, 7 o'clock. Uh, baseball this weekend, home opener against Biginton. Softball this weekend with uh, Northwestern and Ohio State. And Tiger Woods set to tee it up tomorrow out at Riviera. A lot to get into. Let's take some phone calls in the segment. 654 Roar. 654-7627 on the Adams and Co. Roofing text line, same number, 654-7627. Delvin, thanks for calling in early, man. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? We are blessed, buddy. I hope you're off to a good start. Yeah, for fashion, fashion, I already got the replacements at coordinators for your, for your Eagles. I think um, the offense, I think they're going to promote Brian Johnson from quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator. And I think that Gus Bradley will be in the defensive coordinator. I think he got a connection with Nick Sirianna from Indianapolis. Yeah, I've seen that too, and I I would love if Johnson was the offensive coordinator. I, Steichen did a great job. I think he lacked creativity at some points. I don't think that Steichen actually fully trusted Hertz, and I think that Johnson will. So I think you're going to see an even more dynamic Eagles offense next year uh, from a defensive coordinator perspective. I honestly don't really care who it is because I think it's going to be an upgrade. I, I just wanted yeah. Gannon out, and uh, I'm thankful that he's gone. Yeah, but I think am I right though? Him and Nishiyama was at um. Um, coach together? Yeah, Nick Sirianni was at the Colts at the same time. That you, you are correct in saying that they were on the staff. I think they crossed paths at, at a time. So I think he could be doing going to make it. What your take about? I give you a fashion take on it. What do you think about Georgia promoting Mike Bobo to offense coordinator? <clears throat> I think that I understand it. Um, he played there. He's coached there before. He had, I, I thought it was a pretty good offense coordinator the first time around. Now, since he failed at Colorado State, that's a tough job. He failed at South Carolina and, and failed at Auburn. Um, and college football offenses have changed for what he does, too. That's true. With that said, he's a better coordinator. He's, look, remember all these Alabama coaches that are, that used to be at South Carolina? They're better coaches at Alabama. Why? They got better players. 
So you know you're gonna, you're gonna have uh, great tight ends. You're gonna have uh, some some transfers at wide receivers. Really good offensive line. Who knows about quarterback now? Maybe Gunnar Stockton likes it because him and Bobo are so close. But uh, look, you're gonna have a, an extremely talented offense, and so. It's about Jimmy's and Joe's. Look, I, I think he probably learned a lot through Munkin, and, and I think he'd be you know a different coordinator. But but he's got a great defense on the other side, so I, I expect big things from Mike Bobo. I don't think he's the most innovative guy in the world. I don't think he's this this uh, offensive genius. But if you got great players, I'm not sure just how smart he had to be. And I think Bobo would do fine at Georgia. I don't think he's 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 Munkin. So I think that offense will fall down a little bit. But my goodness, what what if you only score 38 a game? You know, yeah. and, and against that schedule, what, what, do they go, what do you think? Kentucky's going to stop you? We think that yeah. uh, that Vanderbilt's going to stop you? No, but they're not getting stopped. Uh, they, on paper, it's not a great hire. Yeah. But, but he did a good job the first time around there and, and uh, scored a bunch of points the first time around, and that's because he has great players. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, well, I, I like what Miami did. What do you think about that hire going to Shannon Dawson? Oh, yeah, a little, uh, little yeah, a little air raid there. You got a little Dana Holgerson influence there, and, and Houston was pretty good offensively. And uh, what they did with the offensive and defense coordinator hires, they didn't go big names. They went with, like, up-and-coming guys that have done it at a little lower level. The last time around he did it with bigger names, it didn't work out. Gaddis didn't work out. Kevin Steele didn't work out. I didn't think Charlie Strong worked out. So this time they go maybe a, a little more uh, climbers and a little less name. Yeah, Mickey. I gotta give credit to Double. I think Double saw this coming, man, with Todd Munkin and stuff. He dropped the head of Alabama to get Gary Rollins started. They, he did. You know, he started with Alabama and Georgia and all those yep. guys. Yeah, yeah. You give, give him a lot of credit because because he's still a. At this point, I think with the offensive coordinator hire between there's three, I think Clemson. I'm crediting anybody. I think Clemson won the offensive coordinator hire over the offseason. Yeah, yeah. He 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 foresaw this coming, man. Because yeah. you know those guys, you know them schools when went out to Gary Rollins. Uh, yes, and, and he could have named his price among those for sure. Yeah, but uh, I just thought it was interesting. But then what I was thinking, yeah. fashion that that Brian Johnson, that's new offensive coordinator, get promoted, and uh, and uh, and uh, Gus Bradley, um, defensive coordinator. Yeah. But uh, also, they been talking about y'all might lose your passing game coordinator to Carolina, uh, Ken Petulia. I think that's it. We think he, you think he'll be a good fit at Carolina as the offensive coordinator. Uh, I think that Carolina is building an absolute juggernaut for a staff. Yeah, Eagles, you, you got a little yeah, staff. Yeah, staff, man, man, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Reich's doing a heck of a job assembling uh, an incredible staff with some really experienced guys. I mean, Jim Caldwell's <laughs> coming in as the senior assistant who actually interviewed for head coach of the job. And then you bring in Josh McCown, who a lot of people are going to underrate as a hire. 20 years as an NFL quarterback cannot be overstated with how valuable that is. He's still in touch with how the game is played today. So. Derek Hart. <coughs> Derek Hart. Look at that stuff, Derek Hart. Look at that stuff, Derek Hart. Yeah, hey, who knows, man. Hey, Devin, appreciate the yeah. phone call. Thank, yeah, thank you. Call, th- thanks an awful lot. Um, it's an interesting staff. I'll give you that for sure. Texter seventy five sixty four said, "Can I get a birthday shout out from my son Aaron, who's seven? No, we don't do those. Just kidding, Aaron. Happy birthday, friend number seven. I like it, buddy. I hope you have a great day. Many, many more birthday boy, 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 birthday boy. Seven years older. Get it done, man. Have a great day at school. Have a great birthday. Hope." Hope it's a memorable birthday for you. Many, many more. Uh, six five four roar. Um, is it is it Devin up next? Devin or Desmond? 
I think it might be Desmond, maybe. Desmond. Desmond, how you doing, friend? Good, you, man? Man, I'm good. We've got a, a beautiful day and a lot going on with the overlap of these sports, and it's a good time to be in this business right now, it seems like. Something going good. Yeah, man. So, it's, 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 let me get your thoughts on some things here. So, right. the, um, so, the Eagles lose the Super Bowl, but they're, they're both of their coordinators get head coaching jobs out of it. The Chiefs OC has won two Super Bowls and still has not got a head coaching job out of it. I don't – I mean, let me get your thoughts on that. Yep. And then second of all, tell me, are, is, is our Clemson Tigers the basketball team? Are they really in danger of not making the tournament? Talk to you later, man. Thank you, Desmond. Always, always good to hear from you. couple things here. Number one, I'll answer the second one first. Yeah, I mean, they're 77th in the net ratings right now. And they're two and four against quad one teams, and this they just they they're they're three really bad losses have them, and and, and I'm not sure um, how much the net will be there. Uh, I think there's a lot to play for. I think they're on the bubble right now. I think that they, they need to win at least four of the last six in the regular season, maybe an ACC tournament game. But yeah, I mean they are exactly. Um, what a bubble team looks like right now. And and they look a lot like all those, those teams, like 55 through 80, whatever. They all look the same to me. So, Faxon, they're a bubble team. I mean, according to Joe Lenardi, who obviously it's he has the hardest job in the world for what it's worth because he has to predict a committee of entire people who make controversial decisions and end up making a lot of people mad in that process. And he has to predict what they're thinking. But to his credit, I think he does a really good job and he usually gets things pretty accurate. In his recent bracketology, he has Clemson listed as the last team in the tournament. So they're in that last four end quadrant and they are at the bottom of the hierarchy of that. They're below North Carolina, they're below Duke, they're below ACC teams that you would think that they would be above because they're above them in the standings, but Clemson's resume is not as impressive to the committee is what we think, and it's not as impressive to the net rating, clearly, as their 77th in the net rating as it is on paper when you just look at the 18-7 and and 10-4 and in the league, so Clemson's got work to do, there's no denying that. If they win four of their last six, they're probably in the NCAA tournament. If that ends up getting them a double buy in the ACC tournament, I think that looks a lot better, and if they were able to win a game after getting a double buy to get into the semifinals, I think they would be almost a lock to get into the NCAA tournament, but there's still a lot of work to do. This recent three-game skid has put them behind the Ball. Three very big weeks. Yeah, absolutely. There's no denying it. And and on top of that, you know, you're reaching the territory where I don't like to overreact. I don't like to get caught in the moment. This is a must-win game tonight. You have to beat Florida State tonight if you want to make the NCAA tournament. You have to beat Louisville in the Yum Center if you want to make the NCAA tournament because those are games that are going to be quad three or quad four losses. I mean, Louisville would be the worst loss you could possibly have. And the thing that's weighing Clemson down on these analytical sites and in the net rating is those bad losses. Three bad losses. Yeah, you don't have any great wins, and you have three bad losses, those being to Loyola, Chicago, South Carolina, and Boston College. So Clemson has to handle their business against the bad teams. A win against NC State or Virginia would probably put them in the tournament regardless, but I think we have to be realistic about what this team is at this juncture, and it's a team that's played up and down to competition over the course of the year, and they need to handle their business against the bad teams. In the net ratings right now, Florida State right now, 212. You can't lose a 212. No, absolutely not. Um, At 
Louisville on Saturday, 331. You can't lose a 331. With Syracuse after that, 98. You know, that's not what those other two are. But um, And then you have NC State's 36th, Virginia's 13th, and then Notre Dame's 201. So I think you got to win at least four of your last six, and they'll be favored four of their last six. On the Eric Bieniemy stuff, I think two things probably hurt him. One is that Andy Reid is the guy. So this is Andy Reid's offense. It was Andy Reid's offense when he was with the Packers as a coordinator, when he was with the Eagles as a head coach and the Chiefs as a head coach. So I mean, this is Andy Reid's deal. That, that's probably said, hey, you know, he's that, that's what hurts being on me a little bit. And the other one is, is that he's been passed over so many times now that you would have to say, hey, wait a minute, why'd they pass him over? Right? In fact, you, you probably know this. Like, there's, there's probably a, a pretty attractive male or female that, that your friends would say, yeah, I think they're attractive, but, like, why does everybody break up with him or her? You know, like, what, what's wrong with them? They, they, no one ever goes out with them. Like, you know, too good to be true kind of thing. That, that if I'm a franchise now looking, that maybe go, hey, wait a minute, I want to hire the enemy, but how come everybody else passed on him? What, what am I not seeing here? Well, can I point out a? Can I point out something? Yes. And I, number one, I went on the record that I think BNME probably has deserved a shot at this point of getting a head coaching job. I don't think anyone's denying that. Yep. But maybe, and I'm just trying to put my, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of an NFL GM. Patrick Mahomes is a once in a lifetime talent, right? Yes. And, and he, his skill set is almost impossible to replicate. I know there are people that think Josh Allen is on that level. I personally don't. Josh Allen's a turnover machine. Patrick Mahomes, is good. he won MVP again this season. He won Super Bowl MVP, and he won his second Super Bowl. He is a generational talent at the quarterback position who has as good a chance as anyone has ever had to eclipse Tom Brady as the GOAT. Andy Reid is a Hall of Fame head coach, yeah. first ballot. He's had, he's put in dynamic offenses every single place he's gone in his career. He had a dynamic offense every year in Philadelphia with a plethora of quarterbacks. They were a consistent playoff team with Alex Smith, and Patrick Mahomes has elevated them to that next level. You have the greatest pass-catching, yards-after-catch tight end of all time in Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, from a production level. Maybe not from a sheer talent perspective, but the guy is putting up unbelievable numbers in Kansas City, right? So you have all of these factors around Eric Bieniemy that are in perfect place to make an offense click. And I think that maybe what the hesitancy with somebody like Eric Bieniemy and hiring them as their head coach is how are you possibly going to replicate what Kansas City is going to have? I feel like the platform that they have built and the blueprint that they have constructed is almost impossible to replicate. Now, when you look at Shane Steichen rather in, in Philadelphia and what he was able to do, I think that their blueprint for success is a lot more replicable than Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City. And I'm not saying that Bieniemy does not deserve a shot because I think he does. And I think he could be a great play caller and he could be a great head coach somewhere. But I think some of the hesitancies come from, you know, is another Patrick Mahomes walking through the door in the next three drafts? I don't think that's the case personally. And also playing under Andy Reid and being able to coach under Andy Reid is something that not everyone gets the luxury of, and it can cover up for a lot of shortcomings. Is that fair? Yes. Um, it, it's, a, it's a little bit like what you see with, like with Leftwich, Leftwich right now is that, well, he had Tom Brady. You know, uh, he's great with Tom Brady. Well, I mean, 
It's not necessarily fair, but it's the reality of the situation. Yeah, but I mean, uh, aren't there some up-and-coming guys out there you'd say, well, you know, San Diego or or Jacksonville? Now, those teams are are not hiring people right now. But, yeah, the team you're taking over doesn't have some of these great quarterbacks. Obviously, they wouldn't be hiring a new coach. I get that a little bit. Now, we've got a couple texts in here that say, that he's he's turned turned jobs down because he thinks he's getting the Kansas City job. I don't know about that, and he's going to hitch his wagon to Mahomes and be the next guy at Kansas City. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm just not familiar with what he's been offered and what he's turned down. I'm not close enough to that situation. But uh, but if you're Eric Bieniemy at this point, like I understand that you want to make your own in the league and you want to be a head coach. And I can't even potentially put my mind in Eric Bieniemy's mind. But like you have it made, dude. You're gonna coach. You're coaching the best quarterback you're ever going to coach right now. You are under an all-time great. You have collected two Super Bowls. You're gonna win your division and be in the playoffs every year. Sit back, be a top three paid offensive coordinator in the league, and then I would hold out for the Kansas City job too. Is what I would eventually do because I think he's the obvious promotion if Reed does decide to retire. I, I mean, he's hitched his wagon to a generational quarterback talent in Patrick Mahomes. Why would you leave and take the Texans' job, which, in my opinion, is career suicide at this point, or you, you know, take the Colts' job where you've got so many you know rebuilding things that you have to do, and you have to deal with Ursay and Ballard, who's one of the worst partnerships in football running. Your, I think that you have you have this blueprint in your franchise that is so successful, and the model is so sustainable under Patrick Mahomes that I would be wanting to be the offensive coordinator for the next five years and then replace Andy Reid whenever he decides to move on. I, I think Biennemi has it made where he is. The, the Biennemi next contract, they're saying? 2.5. Two point, yeah, 2.5 to be an offensive coordinator and then you could eventually maybe get the head coaching job and you get to coach Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. I would just stay put and hold out for the Kansas City job. That's yeah, what maybe. I would do. Yeah, maybe. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, if you're on hold, a couple phone calls. You guys hang on, I promise. We've got two more open phone line segments before guests in hour three. A lot to do when you come back. Stay tuned. More, more after this. We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. Winning multiple Ford President's Awards and top-notch online reviews are two reasons why George Coleman Ford should be your choice for your next new or pre-owned vehicle. Every week, customers like you post online reviews raving about the buying experience at George Coleman Ford. It's like nothing they've experienced. No hidden fees and straight-up honest customer service. And with new inventory arriving monthly, George Coleman Ford is committed to satisfying you. The best is found in Traveler's Rest, George Coleman Ford. Golf Cart Service, serving the upstate for the past 50 years as an authorized club cart dealer for sales, service, and rental. With new used and reconditioned carts, they also do special customization. With their service truck, they come to your business or home to maintain your cart. Visit our website, golfcartsc.com, located at the intersection of Highway 221 and Highway 295 in Spartanburg. Call us at 864-574-4616. Mention the roar, get a free rear view mirror with cart purchase. 
Wakefield Automotive has built a reputation of trust with its loyal customers for decades. Their family-owned business loves helping the upstate save. Now they have the Wakefield Family Promise. Even with new vehicle shortages, you will never pay over MSRP for your new Buick or GMC. Get the best price on your new Sierra, Yukon Envision, or Encore GX, and the excellent service you expect from them. So don't pay a big markup. Experience the Wakefield Automotive Family Promise and save. Visit us today at 300 West St. John Street in Spartanburg or at wakefieldauto.com. This Wednesday, the Clemson Tigers are back home inside Little John Coliseum as they play host to the Florida State Seminoles. Another chapter in this rivalry, and the Tigers look to defend home court with a win. Broadcast begins at 6.30 p.m. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. If you're looking for first-class service, consider First Class Halt. Here at First Class Halt, our technicians are not paid by commission. All this does is promote unnecessary repairs and dollars being spent by you. We pride ourselves on being honest. We will never sell you a service that doesn't need to be done, and no surprises. All prices must be approved by you before work is done. Come see what First Class Service really means. First Class Halt, located in Anderson and Greenville. Do you ever wish you had food from the good old days, just like grandma made it? Like hot out of the pan sweet potato crunch, seasoned collard greens, mac and cheese, jalapeno cheddar cornbread, and homemade peach cobbler? Add in the main course, crispy chicken wings, hand-pulled pork, chicken, ribs, or brisket that's been slow smoked for 14 hours on a custom-made Texas 1,000-gallon smoker? It's at Smitty Smoke and Soul Food, 5284 Calhoun Memorial Highway in Easley. Smitty Smoke and Soul Food, just like grandma made it. A week ago, Lana said yes to her friend's winter book club meeting. She said yes to baking the cookies, bringing the mugs, and actually reading the book. Uh oh. But that was all before she booked a better night's sleep with her new Mattress Firm mattress. There, she found low prices on top brands guided by Mattress Firm sleep experts, each with over 200 hours of training. So she was very comfortable missing out. <sighs> and you will be too when you shop at Mattress Firm. Because this winter, the only thing better than making plans is sleeping through them. Restrictions apply. See store mattressfirm.com for details. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Mickey Plyler Show. Try it at no obligation for 30 days or your money back. Every morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Right here on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Where every day is game day. My friends at Carolina Flooring Specialist, 404-8158, Tim Worley is going to come in and explain it and look at and, and show you exactly what they do and, and, and look at your garage and measure it and give you an estimate. And it's going to be so much more affordable than you feel like. I love my time, my garage, my anything. I went to dinner with the guys the other night, and uh, it's a family-owned company. And this is the same crew has been doing this since 1999. These are quality. And you, know, you get some DIY people trying to do it. That's a disaster. There are some other companies out there, some national companies that have kind of come in this market because of the success of Carolina Flooring Specialists. I, I would always tell you, do some comparison. Uh, ask to see what, what letters of recommendation look like. 
Um, and 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 I'll tell you this: you're going to get a a a wonderful customer service with a wonderful product. You don't pay them a dime until they're finished with everything. A great warranty on the back end of it. If, it, if you don't like it, they'll fix it. They'll make you know, make sure it's right and you're going to like it. I can tell you that. But it's going to be a, a really, truly pleasurable experience. I hear it time and time again. Not only is the product amazing, but they enjoy the time with the folks as well. Uh, it's a really good company. Carolina Flooring Specialist. Great product. 404 815 Five, eight. All right, let's get the, a couple of three phone calls. Let's get three phone calls in a segment if we can. Everybody on hold. Dave is in Simpsonville. Dave, thanks for hanging through the break, man. How you doing this morning? Doing great. You know what? I love your bumper music. I tell you what, every one of your engineers always seem to play some really good bumper music. So uh, we appreciate that. You know, um, I agree with Faxton on the uh, on the Eric the enemy. I mean, why would you leave? You're going to get bumped two point five. And you got truly the man taking the responsibility, and that's you know that's Andy Reid because he's going to make all the play calls, and he's going to override. So you're basically coming in there still learning from the master. So I agree with you. I wouldn't leave to go to some of these other organizations just yet. But you know, going on Desmond's question that he asked earlier about being a bubble team and and being. Uh, possibly left out, you know, so every of these next six games and even in the first round of the tournament, uh, ACC tournament, these are must wins. If Clemson ends up tailspinning out of this thing and missing the tournament and possibly not even making the MIT, does, does that mean we're in for a change? I mean, uh, is this an NCAA team or bust? For Brad, and I'm not calling for jobs. I mean, we we have really we played exceptional basketball uh, up until we went to Boston College, and then it just seemed after Boston College everything's kind of been exposed, and we've not been able to catch back the fire that we had. So, what if your Graham Neff? What is your plan for Clemson basketball? going forward, and, and what do we have next year coming back to see if maybe we can replicate this kind of this kind of season early on? And I'll take it off the air, Meg. Thank, thank you, Dave. Um, let me say this. There is six huge basketball games to play in this season. And if this team is to make the NCAA tournament, it's in front of them. They can make the NCAA tournament. If you make the NCAA tournament, I, I don't see how in the world you make a change. Um, there will be – it will only be the fourth time in 13 years. The first one, some will say, hey, that, that was Purnell's guys that uh, the, made it in 17-18 season and then made it in 2021 season. But another way to look at it is that means you made it in two of your last three seasons. So I don't see how in the world you make a change if he, if he makes. If he doesn't, Graham's got a decision to make. And here's my, my, my go-to on all personnel decisions for every coach that in every sport across the country. Is the risk worth the reward? You got to ask yourself, not – in, in Brad's case, it's different because this is year 13. I think it's year 13. 
And so you've got a really big sample size of what it could look like and what it's going to look like and what it's probably going to be. But with that said, you got to ask yourself, do you feel like there's a risk involved when you make a change? Maybe the next guy's not as good. And Clemson's been solid, not spectacular, but solid. Do you feel like that the risk of, of maybe going a little bit backwards is worth the risk of going forwards? That's what he's got to decide. And, and the other thing you got to decide is this. Do you think that this is the best man or woman to lead your program? Do you want this person to be the face of your program? Do you think this is the right person for that? Now, in many times... That might mean that you believe in this person despite maybe a, a, a bad season. In, many, in, in football, uh, like uh, you stay with Frank Beamer at Virginia Tech because you felt like he was going to train. You felt like he was the right guy for it. And that's hard when you're not winning. Sometimes it, it's, it's hard to make a change. If you felt like that person was not the right person, even though you might have had a pretty good season. Look, we, we think that, that we can do better. Kind of a thing. Is it worth the risk reward? That's an HR question. Are you willing to take the risk go backwards in order for a chance to maybe go forward? I mean, this is why Graham Neff is being paid to do his job, and Absolutely. I'm not because I don't really have an answer. I really don't have an answer. I think that what the fair take on this is you have to judge the team by its entire body of work this season, and they still have six games ahead of them. Hopefully more than that for Clemson fans' sake. Hopefully they can get into the NCAA tournament. I think they're going to be able to go 4-2 and two over these last six games. I think they might win an ACC tournament game, and I think they're probably going to get into the NCAA be tournament. 23 wins in an NCAA tournament. And I think that it would be hard to constitute making a change with the resume on paper. Now, with that being said... You know, this isn't our decision. We can use logic, but at the end of the day, Coach Neff or uh, Athletic Director Neff is going to have Coach Neff. That would be a plot twist. Yeah. Graham takes over as the basketball coach, but he's going to have a different checklist of requirements for what he views as the expectation than we are. You know, hosting the radio show or than the fans so, are and what they what they want. At the end of the day, it's it's his decision. And you know, has Brad Brownell hit as many checkpoints as Graham Neff has want him to hit? I don't know what's on that checklist. I don't know what the requirements are. I will tell you two things. Number one is I've had conversations with him. Graham Neff is extremely passionate about winning basketball at Clemson. I know that. I believe that. I 100% feel that. Um, number two, this is where being a leader is extremely difficult because he's going to have – People in, in both corners tugging at him in both directions, no matter what, right? Yeah. But the the true question is, do you think this is the right person moving forward? And now that that let's say this, let's say that Clemson goes zero and six down the stretch and in on a nine game regular season losing streak, but you still feel like that's the guy to move your your program forward then you got to do something hard. you got to tell the fans, I know we've lost nine straight, but this is our guy. He's going to get us to better. On the other side of it, even if you won the last six, you won 23, 24 games, you won the NCAA tournament, if you don't think that's the right guy moving forward, despite that momentum, you got to tell people, hey, personally, I know they, they finished the season good, bro, but I don't think this is the right guy. And there's going to be people that are going to hate on either decision, either decision. that is made. You know, if he's retained – and Clemson makes a tournament but loses in the first round, there are going to be people that are like, oh, the standard needs to be raised. This isn't the standard. And, you know, if Clemson 
bottoms out of the tournament, God forbid. I don't think it's going to happen. But if that does happen and he ends up being retained after that, then there's going to be people saying, you know, oh, you know, this this has the standard has to be raised. There's going to be people on both sides of the equation regardless. And, and Graham's going to have a tough decision to make. I'll tell you this. Here's where it's really, really, really difficult. Because I don't feel like – facts, I know you're going to do a bunch of sports talk moving forward. This is a, Maybe you, you'll take a 100%, 180-degree turn on the opposite direction than the way you feel about this. But personally, the way I feel is that I don't want a situation to come down to – because people say, all right, he's got to make the tournament or he's out. Well, what if – what if? A bunch of bubble teams get really, really hot. And what if a bunch of the teams don't get upset in their conference tournament? So it's ch- kind of chalk, and you don't get or, – or, or I'm sorry, the other way. that, that uh, Those high-ranked teams get upset, and so you get some teams in there that, that weren't going to make it. And so I don't want uh, an Atlantic 10 conference tournament game to decide whether Brad Burnell's a basketball coach at Clemson or not. Let, let, and, and I use that as an example. I'm just saying that, that let's say you have a, a, a mid-major that a team is going to make the tournament no matter what. It would be a one-bid league, but they lose in a conference cha- a championship game, and now they got to have a two-bid league. Yeah, so like, now all of a sudden – What if College of Charleston rattles right. off the rest of the regular season right. but Hofstra wins the tournament, so, and then you feel obligated to put them in, but you also need a bid for Hofstra. Right, so Hofstra gets in, and Charleston does get in, and that costs Clemson a tournament. And so then you would say – what does Hofstra basketball have to do with Clemson basketball? So here's the point. I don't truly think that if I'm making that decision that I want to let one or two of our games and more specifically one or two of Hofstra's games affect what I think about my program in the future. You needed to gauge the entire body of work from the entire time that he's do, been here. Do I think that this is the right guy for the next five years? Yeah. Or do I think I can do better? That It should be as simple as that. Simple as that. And, and despite the fact that most people might want one thing or another, I've got to make that decision. Do I think that's the best way to move forward or not? For instance, as, as Dabo, let's put it in football terms, Dabo got rid of, of Brandon Streeter. The offense got better this year. And he told you that, hey, we improved in almost every major way we improved. But I still thought we could do better. And, and in my opinion, Dabo went out and got better. Now, we'll, we'll see if Garrett Riley's better. But in my opinion, he went out and got better. A lot of coaches would have stood pat and go, hey, man, we got better on offense this year. Is that fair? Was Clemson offense better this year? Yeah, it was. I mean, statistically, it was a lot better than what it was in Tony's last year. Dabo said it still didn't matter. I think we could do better. That's a hard thing to do. And, I mean, when you preach the best is the standard, it's a decision you make. Right. And, so, and he made the decision. It was, I think it was the correct right. decision. And you made, a, you made a major upgrade. And, and we'll got, see if it, it might be wrong. We'll see. Yeah. But that that's, that's was a tough one. But he, moving forward, he thought that Riley would move the offense more forward than Streeter would. Yeah. So he made the decision. That's what Grant Neff, uh, Graham Neff's going to have to come to a decision moving forward. Do you think this is the right guy or not the right guy? Simple as that. In my opinion. Uh, all right, let's get Kaya before I know she's got to get to school. Kaya, uh, thanks for hanging on so long. I don't want you missing uh, any schoolwork before all this. How you doing? Good, how are you? I am blessed. Very blessed. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Um, so. Yes. I'm guessing you watched the Super Bowl. I watched every single second of it. 
same year. Um, so let me get this right. Patrick Mahomes is the one of three quarterbacks to be the passing leader, the touchdown leader, won a Super Bowl, MVP of the season, and MVP of the Super Bowl. Boy, uh, you might have sprung one on me there. How many guys have done that before? He did, uh, I think I'm right saying he did all those things. Yes, yeah. Okay, and he did that all in one season while everybody else did it in their lifetime, right? <laughs> uh, I have to go back and look at that, but I'm going to take your word on it. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I'm so sorry, Saxon, but go Chiefs because they're better. Oh! Throwing out a little fa- fax is on the phone right now, but his his uh, face turned a little red in there. You got him going, Kay. <laughs> and okay, well, I gotta keep school. All right, hey, hope you have a great day at school. And fax and hopes you have a great day at school despite the the red face over there now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kaya. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, fax and got a little Kaya. Coming at you a little bit. Here I was on the phone having an innocent conversation with my friend Red, and I got I got a I, I got a stray out of nowhere you got here. Straight out and of sorry, facts, and I went, uh oh. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> we'll take a break. Robbie, Luber, Red, you guys hang on. I promise I'm getting to you. We got all guests the next hour. So anybody on hold, I promise I'm gonna get straight to you right after a short break. Carolina Auto Connection, the little dealer with a big heart. Celebrating 14 years serving the upstate. With no haggle pricing and no dealer fees, their customers come from all over the world. They have the lowest prices on the best pre-owned vehicles. Their staff is straightforward and honest. All vehicles are 49-point inspected and serviced, so you can buy with confidence. Carolina Auto Connection, 1434 Boiling Springs Road, just off I-85 Spartanburg. Call 864-814-DEAL for an appointment or carolinaautoconnection.com. Sure, you could wait until spring for spring cleaning, or you could get an insanely clean home now by calling the experts at Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning today. They use ZR water to clean your carpets like no other, and with no sticky soapy residue, your carpets stay cleaner longer. Right now, mention me, Mickey, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for $119 plus a free hallway. Schedule online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Hi, this is Jackie Robinson, Director of Admissions at Clemson Downs. We wish Coach Rittman and the Clemson softball team a great opening game and winning season. Clemson Downs is a continuing care retirement community offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, and skilled nursing care. For more information for you or your loved one, please contact us at 1-864-654-1155 or reach us on our web at ClemsonDowns.com. Go Tigers! I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. And they're designed by real language teachers, so you learn how to have real-world conversations, things you'll actually use. 
It's incredible. After using Babbel, I'm ready to start having real conversations in French. There's all kinds of ways to learn. Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Évidemment. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Nobody's more proud of what Diamonds Direct offers than our own staff. Our standards are the highest I've ever seen in the business, and I've been in this industry my entire life. Not only do we have the most competitive pricing in the industry, but the whole package that you get with it is incomparable. One thing that always surprises clients is how much further their budget will go with Diamonds Direct. But way beyond value, what we're most proud of is our total commitment to each and every customer. We go above and beyond for our customers so that they feel valued and they know that they're valued. We are really focusing on not making a sale that day. We want to make a friend forever. It doesn't matter what size diamond that you're looking for. We're going to take care of you and we're going to make you feel fabulous. The philosophy to take care of the customer is just amazing. When clients come in, I think what they can feel is our passion. The electricity that you get in here, everybody's happy. It's such a friendly environment. Diamonds Direct. And you can feel that energy and that happiness every time you step into our showroom. Come see and feel the difference. Your love, our passion. Get directions and store hours at DiamondsDirect.com. Buying a newer pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can find the vehicle you've been looking for or have George Coleman Ford order one for you. Never any hidden fees or phantom charges at George Coleman Ford. Plain and simple, old-fashioned, honest business. The best is found in Traveler's Rest. George Coleman Ford. This is The Roar, the home for everyone good enough to make varsity. 105.5 and 97.5 FM, where every day is game day. I got to tell you a quick story. I was listening to this, this uh, song on the radio this morning. And um, I, I said, man, I hope Faxon plays Beast of Burden. And here you go. You knock it out of the park. I agree with Dave. Love what you guys do with the uh, music every single day. Hey, Engineered Sleep, um, I this is a true story, Faxon. We were out of town this weekend, and I slept on the couch at my in-laws, and I woke up Sunday morning, my back was hurt. It's my fault. I We had a dog with us. The dog's a bad dog. I wanted my wife to be able to sleep and kid to be able to sleep. And So I should have slept in the bed, but I didn't. Slept on the couch. Got a hurt back. I come home. I sleep on my um, my ES Duo engineer sleep bed. I feel great. Ask about the ES Duo, the most unique mattress you've ever seen. Uh, over a 1,000 coils. How about that? Organic cotton and, and, and Dunlop latex. You're talking about a two-piece mattress. Great prices. Engineer Sleep Mattress, fourth-generation mattress manufacturer. You're going to love it here locally. Um, ask about what they do and how they do it at Engineer Sleep and EngineerSleep.com. is one of the best decisions we have ever made. You can shop now online. Go by their, their, uh, their location here in Greenville, their showroom. Visit their showroom. 
um, at their flagship store, Congaree Road, 627 Congaree Road. Call them, 866-244-0898. Some great deals going on right now. Engineers Sleep and engineersleep.com. Let me get to several who've been hanging on forever. Robbie is in Mount Pleasant. Robbie, thanks for hanging on. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Mickey. How you doing, sir? Blast, my friend. Hope you are, too. I am heading to Isle of Palms this morning for an appointment. You can't beat it, man. Well, IOP. It. What a beautiful place. Well, IOP. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to uh, hop into a little Clemson recruiting. I know Clemson and Carolina are battling it out for Frank's offensive lineman out of uh, Greenville. Um, I know that uh, Bennett, the wide receiver, just gave a verbal a few weeks ago to Carolina, but I know that Clemson had Sadler and um, Brown from last year's class. What, what do you feel? He's got a tough decision to make because I'm sure he's friends with with all these guys. How, how do you think this will play out, in your opinion? I think a couple things. It's a really good question, and I've been, been following the same pretty close here in the last week or so. I think that he's torn. I think that – he he grew up kind of a Clemson kid and following the Clemson program and that Clemson has done a good job with him through a lot of this. He he wants engineering, and I think Clemson has an advantage through all that. But I, on the other side of it, I think South Carolina has offered this um, new, hey, come to us, underdog, you're going to play earlier kind of a thing and new shiny kind of thing. You know, sometimes in recruiting – it's hard being a favorite for as long as you're the favorite and you got a target on your back. So South Carolina's been able to come in. I think with South Carolina recruiting, they basically told him, hey, we, we, you know, you're probably going to Clemson. That's great, but just give us a shot. And just let, me, let us show you what we're doing. And I think that Shane Beamer and his staff have done a great job. you got a new offensive line coach there, so you can say, hey, we're starting all over here, uh, a fresh start, um, and, and your friends are coming down. He's friends with – Cam Pringle and Josiah uh, Thompson, who they feel pretty good about as well, and a new offensive line and a maybe a little easier, like I said, starting or playing time, maybe a little easier there. So I think they did a good job of selling some very positive things. I think right now it's South Carolina, and that Clemson's got to make a comeback in the last well, few days because I think he's going to decide this time next week maybe on his mom's birthday. I got you. Yeah, so I, I think you. the Gamecocks have done a good job yeah. of selling different and selling new and right. getting his attention. Right. And then I just wanted to make one more uh, comment. I'll let other callers get on here. I was listening to uh, Tony Morrell the other day about the, you know, the possible upgrades to the, I guess, comparing it to the battery, like down in Atlanta and all that, you know, and he's saying that he thinks it's going to be, you know, probably get approved, you know, which is, it's huge for that university, you know. Um, I don't want to make this sound like a backhand, backhand compliment, but at the end of the day, you know, that doesn't win you football games either, you know. Um and it doesn't. It does, in my opinion, it doesn't help with recruiting. I think the facility thing is long gone with recruiting. I think the nil, and I think you know, winning football games to compete for uh, conference championships, and you know, getting in the playoffs, you know, is, is what kids are looking to do. Uh, and I'll take your comments off there, Mickey. I appreciate it, Robbie. I appreciate it too. Years ago, Faxon, I had a, a recruiting magazine. I did this was back in the nineties, and I interviewed Bobby Bowden for it. I had great interviews with him. And at the time, Florida had better facilities than Florida State. But in recruiting, there's always an equal and opposite reaction for what you know for whatever happens there. That's a physics thing too. But um, in recruiting, whatever you have, you use. Whatever you don't have, you you kind of use it to your advantage as well. And so one of the things that Bobby Bowden said was because Florida spent a ton of money at the time, and Florida State didn't have the money at the time. Um, is that we don't sell brick and mortar we sell relationships so that's an answer to that 
My only thing about – I have two things about what's going on in Columbia. Number one is you promised this game changer, this um, – battery on steroids you've been to the battery uh down in atlanta yeah 20 times right and is it so what, what I, i've never been what am i talking about i don't know how to try and describe i'm gonna open the text line the adam's co-roofing text line you guys get in and try and help me describe this if you've been to the battery but it's pretty much just like i would say it enhances the game experience it's like a mini downtown area so there's bars there's restaurants there's activities to do it kind of makes it look like now the Braves play in the middle of Cobb County now so it's not in downtown Atlanta anymore but what yeah. the battery does is still have that it still has a city feel to it and then you've got hotels and stuff that are out the back of the stadium and yeah. the the it, it pretty much enhances the stadium experience an entertainment complex is what someone on the on the text yeah. line says so i think that's an accurate depiction of what it is all right so you know, may, may, and maybe that work. That's the plan that, is ever gonna, that everything's going to work. It enhances the game day experience. There's shopping. There's bars. There's there's a lot of things that give more of an attraction and allure to get to the stadium than just the baseball game. Okay, my major concern would be that I am, and Tony kind of alluded to this yesterday. I'm 54. When I was a kid, Charlotte and Columbia were the same size city. We lived halfway between that Charlotte blew up and that Columbia didn't grow the way Charlotte grew. So my concern would be that the Midlands won't support. I'm, I'm amazed that Midlands golf is as bad as it is. That Midlands, outside of the zoo, um, what, did you really, what have you had there? And so they just hadn't been able to support something really, really, really nice. I think that's fair. So what what will that look like? I don't know. Can they support it? I don't know. They really have it, but maybe this is the game changer. We'll see. Um, Looper is up next. Looper, thanks for hanging on, man. How you doing this morning? Oh, I ain't worried about it. Yeah, them bannies, they, it's the co- graveyard of coaches. I, I'm going to ask you something about, you know, uh, you know, it's NLL stuff, you know, uh, I'm going to get your opinion on one thing, then I'm going to take it off there. You know, right. people talking about it's going to be sustainable. And to me, I see it can't. I can't see it economically feasible. Now, you got character. You know, you got two people. Listen, we're going to use the Florida one because he was the bad one. You know, he looked at that $13 million, you know, now he's gone wherever Arizona State, and he gets nothing. He's down to zero. Now, I'm talking to somebody tonight at work. Now, I've just brought – this is just – I know it ain't going to happen, but you look – let's say a team wanted a running back. And I think uh, Shipley done a great job as a sophomore. You know, he, he showed – I mean, you know, he got two more years to go. You know, now, if he was of a low character, I mean, that's what I like about Dabo. He said he gets kids to fit his school. People still ain't figured it out. Now, I know he – would be enticed. You ain't going to tell me that somebody ain't come and ask him, hey, come to us. Oh, we can get you big-time yell money. Yeah. I mean, I don't think nobody has, but... Well, I, I can tell you, I, that, I can tell you this, Looper, I, that, that like Brian Brissee and, and some of those guys got, got approached before, you know... Well, I'm talking about, look at Shipley. Yeah. You know, I know I, in my mind, you know, if it was where it's going, you know, and he was after, after like the guy in Florida... See, he would, you know, I got to feel somebody's asking me, you know, and I think it'll get them. T- 
I think they look at that boy and said, "Hey, we get kids to fit our culture." And I think they, they really. Well, there's no need to come after them. Yeah. Well, well, you see, but they're still going to come after them, and I appreciate the phone call because still 17, 18 year old kids. Bottom line is that I don't blame Rashada. If I'm 17, 18 years old, I'm 54 years old. You want to throw me 13 million dollars right now? Let's go. I'll accept your thirteen million. I'll transfer to Florida for thirteen million. Thirteen million dollars? Yeah, let's go. We can do it. It's not his fault. It's the system's fault. You got to change it. QCT, I got two or three minutes, man. Go right ahead. Hey, I was just gonna. You were asking about the battery in Atlanta, and yeah. you said you had never been there, and you said somebody might know about it. So, yeah. you know, we moved to Atlanta almost two years ago now, and uh, we take the kids to uh, lots of baseball games, lots of Braves games. They love it. Uh, didn't think they would because they're young and baseball can get long and boring, but they absolutely love it. But the battery itself, you know, you have obviously the Omni Hotel, beautiful hotel right there overlooking the stadium. So you have rooms that literally overlook the stadium. Um, you have a big grassy area, which is really AstroTurf, right outside the Omni, right in between the entrance of the stadium and the hotel that literally family, they have a big screen TV out there like a big projection and they play the game during the game and families will hang out with, they'll bring tailgating chairs and blankets and fam- you know, loaded with families and kids during the game. And then you have two strips of restaurants, uh, real everything from a high end steakhouse to, you know, like a top golf simulating restaurant that has simulated top golf inside to, you know, some, some more barry type restaurants, uh, like punch bowl social that has bowling and different activities inside. So, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. It's awesome. It's a really great thing. But here's the problem. South Carolina is trying to emulate it, and I get it, because when you go there, it's awesome. The problem is the, the Braves play 82-plus games a year, so that is slammed at 82-plus games a year, plus you're in an extremely populated city with people traveling from all over the country to come to Atlanta who will go to the Battery for dinner just to hang out all year round. You know, Columbia has – they have eight games a year. That's it. There's no other reason to go to Columbia. You know, they've tried multiple other big projects like Bull Street and Five Points. And all, nothing has ever been able to be sustained, and nothing has been successful because they simply don't have the people to sustain it. So the other problem is they keep talking about how this is all owned by the university, this land, and it's going to be some great revenue generator for the athletic department. My question is if the university owns the land, one, how is it going to be re- – produce a tons of revenue for the, the athletic department because you think the university is going to sit here and say, hey, we own the land. We're not going to give anything to the university or education. We're going to give it all to the athletic department. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. So it just honestly sounds like a billion-dollar money pit that will never be able to be sustained. That's going to fail like every other project in Columbia. But it's going to look pretty while no one's there. So, hey, God bless them. Um, I, I have I, well, yeah, and the developers too, because it's not going to cost them any money. Because the developers are going to want their money out of it. Uh, it's there's a lot. Of, look, there's a lot in there. Hey, I got to get top of the. I appreciate your input. Uh, I need to get to Atlanta. Sounds like yep. I need to head down that way. Take my son down that way too. Um, th- thanks an awful lot. Uh, for He'll that. love it. Yep, yep. Yeah, I hope, I hope so. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's a big risk, high risk, high reward. We'll see how it all turns out. Uh, I didn't have time to get to Red. Red, I apologize. I'll, I'll maybe do this in the next hour. Uh, and mentioned Lisa needing prayers this morning. Uh, if you believe in prayer, put Lisa on your prayer list. We'll do that for sure. We come back. We've got a lot to do. Um, we'll get with um, Andrew Oliphant. Uh, certainly looking forward to that. Hour number two right after this. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar.